So I really want to lead this off just by saying absolutely congratulations on your nomination for Army Spouse of the Year. Thank you. Um, yeah. Are you like super excited? I am. And I'm astounded, actually. It's a really humbling situation. I was actually nominated by um, an Air Force spouse who I nominated as Air Force Spouse of the Year. And we didn't know that the other one was nominating each other. We just kind of did it. And then we're like, oh, you nominated me. I nominated you. <laughs> so See, look, like inner branch spouse friendships happen. They really right. do happen. It's not it's not it's all about true. <laughs> it's true. They happen. They're rare, but they happen. Well, I'm really excited to have you on today. And for everybody listening, can you introduce yourself for us? My name is Manda McVeigh, and I am Oh, well, I mean, I'm an army wife. Everything, right? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yes, I'm a wellness coach, a resiliency coach. Um, you know, I I write. I do a little bit of freelance writing occasionally. I'm an artist. I'm a poet. I'm a mom and an avid reader of everything. But pretty much if you hand me something Harry Potter or that's from the Tudor era, you won't see me for hours. I'll just go read the whole book and then I'll come back when I'm done with it. So, Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that, that's funny. Really cool too is that you actually have a connection with one of our earlier guests. Yes. Yes. You guys Micah. met in, yeah, you guys met in at the Vetoga, right? Vetoga. Yes. Teacher training. Yes. How long ago was that? A, few, went, a couple years back. Yeah. Yes. We went, uh, it started the week before Memorial Day in 2018 and then went through the week after that. And we had amazing opportunities to do all kinds of things over that couple of weeks uh, in the community. You know, they went to Arlington for Mindful Memorial Day, uh, which is something that I work with now as well. Um, and yeah, Micah is just. He's an amazing soul, and I really enjoyed getting to know him while I was there. That was great. Yeah, he is. I have not met him yet, and I keep. I need to go to D.C. Seriously. I need to just pop in one day, go to his <laughs> class, just yeah. show up in his life. Um, <laughs> IRL instead of URL this time, you know? Right. Um, but you you do a lot of resilience work, um, resilience training, meditation, and yoga, and you are also partnered with Armor Down. Yes. Um who is also, again, sponsoring today's podcast. Absolutely. Do you, you want to tell us the details on that? Sure. Um, I actually have two Armor Down meditation cushions that uh, I will be raffling off. I was going to have you raffle one on your Instagram and social media, and I'll put one on mine, and we can both just randomly yes. pick someone that posts or reposts and tags, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. They... Ooh. The meditation cushions have a QR code on them that now gives custom content to cushion owners specifically. Uh, every Wednesday and Friday, a new meditation is released. And Ben King from Armor Down, who founded Mindful Memorial Day, uh, he does every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time, he does a Facebook Live meditation. And that's for anybody, whether you own the cushion or not. But uh, he's trying to get one put together for the West Coast as well, so it can be at 
six o'clock in the morning on this post and he'll do two a day. Um, the cushions are really to help you honor the fallen. And what Mindful Memorial Day is about is specifically honoring the fallen. And the motto is their sacrifice is our responsibility. And that is the easiest way to sum up really what the point of the whole mission is, is to honor that sacrifice, honor the service members' sacrifice, honor the family sacrifices that they had to make and that they're still making every day living without that service member, you know, just honoring all of it in any way that you can. And the cushion is kind of like a reminder, but it's also something tangible that you can, you know, maybe you've actually lost somebody and you feel like you want to give them a hug or something, you know, you can actually just wrap your arms around that pillow and hug it. And I know it's not the same, but it's, you know, it's a lot different than maybe having a flag on the wall in remembrance of them because you don't want to like go and touch the flag and mess around with it. You know, that's something people hold very, you know, in a high honor, respect kind of thing. So having the cushion as something tangible that you can use, you can tote it around with you wherever you want to go. And to anybody else that doesn't know what it means, it's just a cushion. And that's okay because it's your story to tell when you're ready to share it with whoever you want to, you know, instead of, again, like having the flag just like on your mantle a lot of the time. Yeah. Someone new comes to your house, maybe it's not the most comfortable thing for you to be able to talk to them about. And they see it and then they want to talk about it. But yeah. having the cushion there, they might be like, nice meditation cushion. And you're like, thanks, I'm moving on. You know? <laughs> that's, that's it. So, it's just a meditation cushion sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and that's, you know, why I reached out to Ben and said, hey, you know, can we give away a couple um, for another episode? And he was just like, yeah, absolutely. And, um, really cool though. If you scan your QR code, I actually have a couple meditations up there. So you'll also be Ooh. able to enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a little surprise. I'm actually, I donated some, uh, meditations and everything and some audio for, um, those to enjoy because it's a really awesome company. It's, he's doing amazing work and such a great support and Absolutely. the work that you do and the resilience, um, work that you do is just super incredible and connecting with the community that you have and where you're at is so great um i mean i could sit here and tell that your story um but <laughs> i want you to tell tell like what is the life that you're living right now with the resilience trainings and teachings uh well you know as everybody i have my own story of how i got to yoga and it was basically just a lot of things in life, you know, ever since I was probably 20, so almost two decades now, you know, whenever I found myself like down in a rut, whether it was mentally struggling in school, struggling at work in a bad relationship, crappy roommates, just felt like I needed to get fitter, you know, whatever the situation, if I was down in some fashion, I always found myself turning to yoga of some sort. And so that led me to become a yoga teacher. And through that, obviously, I discovered meditation. And I just felt that I could handle a lot more things in a better fashion than I had in the past, you know, and like, 
I know it sounds kind of like cliche and cheesy when people are like, oh, I, I had an awakening or, you know, I found this new path or what, but it really does shift the way that you think, you know, and you start to view things in a different aspect where, you know, even when you're sick, instead of one of the things that they taught us at yoga teacher training was like, don't say I'm sick. You can say like, I feel sick because then you're not like taking it into yourself and constantly thinking like in a negative fashion of, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, because then you have a harder time shifting it to where you want yourself to get well again and considering the possibility of getting well again. And so I realized that that was really helping me in just every aspect of my life, you know, like instead of being like, I'm frustrated or I, I can't do this. I feel like I can't do this. Well, why do I feel like it? So that's where the resiliency part comes in because then I have to start some soul searching to find where that feeling is coming from and what that roadblock is. And then I would do that through meditation. And that helps me to get stronger because I'm then looking internally and finding what I'm struggling with, you know, like say it's a class in school and I, I can't pass this class. No, I can pass it. I've passed many classes before. I have the potential. Why do I feel like I can't pass this class? Is it because I'm not making enough time for my homework? Is it because the class is just genuinely that hard? Is it because I don't understand the assignments? Find that challenge, face it head on, overcome it, use it as a learning opportunity, become stronger from that situation and just apply that to every aspect of my life. And so I decided to become a holistic wellness practitioner because I believe food is medicine as well. And that helps you to build resiliency by having a healthy body. But through the wellness coaching, self-care and resiliency are a huge part of it. So I'm trying to bring that into the military spouse community and really focus on military spouses and caregivers teaching themselves like they can't pour from an empty cup and I know we all say that like that's something we hear a lot but it's 100% true you literally cannot take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself properly and you have to have resiliency in order to do that especially being a military spouse you know like your spouses get deployed. And even if all you have to take care of besides yourself is a plant in your house, if you're not resilient enough, that plant's probably going to die and you're probably going to be sad while your spouse is gone. And if you don't have a network that helps you yep. to stay resilient and you don't have tools that you can work with in your own mind to help you keep that resiliency and you don't have you know, things that you do in your community, like volunteering, that's one of my biggest ways that I stay resilient because I am a stay-at-home mom right now and I am a student and, and, and. But above all of those things, I am me. I am Manda. And if I lose Manda in the jumble of all those other things, I've lost my resiliency and I've lost my strength, and I've lost my identity. And it's really hard to come back from that place. So you have to find something that gives you a purpose 
And whether that's your career or volunteering or being a parent, and that's really what you feel you thrive in or a combination of those things, then, you know, like, like I said, mine is volunteering. And that's why I reached out to Ben with Armor Down and said, hey, you do this at Arlington for Mindful Memorial Day. Can I do it at Tahoma? We have a national cemetery up here. And he was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. Yeah. keep spreading it yeah yeah and he just you know worked with me and we got it going up here and now I've got other spouses that I know are like also stay-at-home moms that are recently reaching out saying that they feel a little lost and you know not because they want someone to feel bad for them or not because they want someone to try to fix their problems but because they are trying to use the tools that they have and right now those tools are talking to other women that they know in their network to say I feel lost. I need help. Do you have any ideas that can point me in a direction of any kind of purpose right now? Because I feel like I've got nothing. And so Mindful Memorial Day is coming up and I've started working on this year's project. So I'm just recruiting them and having them help me in any aspect that works for them. You know, one gal is a photographer. Another one is really great marketer and she makes flyers that are just like the most amazing flyers you've ever seen. You know, another gal has a blog and she's like, blog posting about it and but that's taking their strengths that they have and things that interest them and turning it around to help them like rebuild that strength and that identity and that purpose so that they can get through the next day and the day after that and just feel suddenly like things are shifting again for them and that they're moving forward yeah, it's really it's really about community. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing is as spouses, you know, um it's all about our community. It's all about who we interact with, who we engage with and how we support and really up, really do uplift each other. Um behind the scenes a lot of the time too. You know, it's not it's not always shown how how much we are there for each other mm-hmm. because we just know how to do it. At one point, you just you just learn when to step in to certain places, to certain things, um, and when to step into the community and, and help and help help those close and far from you. You know, the reach is wide. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I you know, and then my husband's still active duty and provided nothing. You know makes him have to get out of the military unexpectedly, we will be moving again in like a year and a half. And so I've started this project here at Tahoma. And who's going to carry that legacy once I leave, right? But the gal that I was, you know, one of, one of the gals that I was speaking to earlier today, she actually uh, is the photographer. She's like, well, why don't why don't we have Northwest Military Wives, which is a foundation that supports wives and military wives in the Northwest, hence the name. Uh, (laughs) They, you know, she's the vice president of this foundation and it's a nonprofit. And so she's like, well, why don't we just have, we have this giant list of volunteers. Why doesn't the organization, because I do a lot of work with them as well as one of my volunteer things, why doesn't the organization adopt Armor Down or Mindful Memorial Day from you when you leave? 
so that you know you're leaving it in good hands. And that way there will always be somebody here to take care of it because the foundation's not going anywhere. And even if the president and the vice president happen to move out of state, they still have other people that are in the foundation. They have the volunteer list of people that just live in the region. So there will always be somebody to be the steward of this program once I'm gone. So it doesn't have to like, just be forgotten because yeah, I'm black. just and because you right. left, yeah. And you know, Tahoma really wants to continue it as well, and they've offered to take it upon themselves. But on one hand, that defeats the purpose of the situation, and two, then that gives them an extra project on Memorial Day, which they already put on like this amazing ceremony to honor all of the veterans that are interred in Tahoma. You know, so it's. I don't feel like it's their job to have another project on top of that where they're trying to do outreach in the community. I, I feel like keeping it within the military community and keeping it with spouses so that it helps spouses to have a purpose and you know build their resiliency for sure is a big part of why I started the project anyway. You know, I started it last year in the middle of my husband's deployment to the Philippines and when you needed it the most yeah when i needed <laughs> right? it absolutely exactly. the most you know my daughter had pneumonia i had a broken foot a month later we both had influenza you know oh my <laughs> like, god we got well, yeah, here in, <laughs> we got here in november he left in january i broke my foot the week before he left she got pneumonia the week after and literally february we both had influenza so like 2 weeks later i'm like I cannot make it another four months without my husband. <laughs> like, I don't know anybody uh, here. I don't have anything I'm doing for myself. You know, it's like snowing yeah. and I'm going crazy. And I was like, fill the cup. What about Started Mindful to... Memorial Day? That exactly. sounds fun. <laughs> Reached yeah. out to Ben and he just, you know, like I said, he just said, heck yeah. And we got on it. So we're able to pull it off with only about four weeks notice. So I feel like this year it should be a good, good program. You know, and sometimes when you, when it breaks down to resiliency and just getting people to stop, doesn't take that much time. Like mm-hmm. we might think it does. And then it happens and you're like, I could have done this in 48 hours. Like there's some <laughs> yep. things like that, that make a huge <laughs> impact that yes. really can just start overnight. And, um, mindfulness just mindfulness and resilience um you know without within the army spouse community i think a lot of times a lot of spouses have a hard time taking the first couple steps to sit down and stop and say okay i really need to go inward right now yep and focus on what do i need first like where's the first step that i can take and go from here to make my situation feel a little bit better um and that's a hard conversation to have with yourself it is yeah (laughs) to ask yourself what do you need and then be like pizza no 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 no. what do you need you know uh netflix binge no no bottle of wine wrong answer no (laughs) let's let's go to the right a little bit more on these yeah i get it deep breaths and yeah. then you can have a yep. glass of wine and a slice of pizza and watch a couple episodes. <laughs> exactly. You know? you know, be mindful about the be mindful about what you want. Let's let's put it in phases. Right. Um, yeah. And you but in the in, within resilience, you are also I rest. Yes. Um 
I'm in the middle. I was telling my husband last night, I am actually at the halfway point of my IRest training. Woo, that's so uh, exciting. It is exciting. And Molly Burkholm, she just has the mm-hmm. most amazing voice ever. And I I bought the um the audio class from the Great Courses. And uh through the Military Spouse Wellness Summit, which I don't know if you know that this thing exists, but it does. It's just msws.org, I think, or something. You can just type that in. I did not, um, so, but I will <laughs> put a note you, on that. Like that you, yeah, you should you should look into it. Um, and they're always looking for people to speak on there and stuff, too. So they would totally love to have you. They like to have like myriad people that are in the wellness community. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, last year... It was one of the perks of being, of like paying for the VIP ticket to, it's a virtual summit. So, you know, you can attend from anywhere. And if you um, buy the VIP ticket, you get like permanent access to all of the files. So you can go back like four years, five years later and listen to a lecture again, uh, which is, I think, fabulous because I'm never able to attend that stuff on time. And then I just listen to it like in the car or, you know, when I'm, laying down or whatever but uh they molly gave a huge discount to the attendees last year so i jumped on that opportunity and i'm listening to this and i just i'm learning all these things and i'm like this is so obvious but it's you have to have somebody tell tell you you know (laughs) like it's if learning how to go within and set a heartfelt intention as well as like your purpose and what you want to achieve in the long term you know so many of us get that confused with like oh here's my intention for today or here's my goal for today you know intentions are different from goals which are different from your purpose and a goal is something that can help you reach your intention which is something that can help you reach that purpose. And that's one of the things that she's teaching in the lessons that I'm in right now. And it's making it easier for me to be able to actually do my IRESP sessions and to set that intention and mean it. You know, like a goal would be getting to bed at 10 o'clock. An intention would be, you know, getting a full night's rest. and a purpose would be, you know, being healthy and strong and resilient so that I can get out there in the world and make waves, you know, but I can't get a full night's rest if I'm not getting to bed on time. And I can't, you know, achieve that purpose if I'm run down and ragged all the time. So there's a lot that comes, comes before (laughs) we start taking the journey and working on that. And I completely agree with the the goal, the intention, and the purpose. You know, yeah. you can set that goal. I can journal today. You know what I mean? Right. Sentience to connect with myself, and the purpose is to better myself—not better myself, but self self indulge. And right. I, I get it. It's it's a continuing process, and it's it's a staircase that you continuously walk up and 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 fill your cup from. You know, yes. along the way, and learn and learn how to fail, and then learn how to not fail. Right. And learn how to learn from those failings. Exactly. (laughs) Learn how to laugh at yourself. I mean, so many times I laugh at myself during the day. Absolutely. 
I'm so happy that you have stopped by to share your wonderfulness, your goodness, and everything with us. Um, I really can't thank you enough for coming on and just telling telling everything that you told. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a big one, and I knew it. I, I, I was like, this is going to be in-depth on on resiliency and self-awareness. Yes, absolutely. And, and military spouses, take care of yourselves. Yeah, please. right. Um, <laughs> so last time I ended the episode, I asked, what are two things that you love about yourself? About myself? Yes. Um, I think one of the things I've recently discovered that I really love about myself is that even though I am terrified to reach out to people and I don't know how to phrase it really, but I guess make connections with, you know, like strangers that I feel like I could possibly collaborate with. Like that's one of my biggest fears ever because I had so many different experiences growing up as I'm sure most people have of rejection on different levels you know be it friendships someone you had a crush on you know a teacher saying you couldn't take their class because you didn't have the right grade or whatever those things were in my past I am constantly reaching out and I just find myself continually reaching out and I started doing that before we even got up here to Washington And that's actually how I got in touch with Northwest Military Wives. And they have helped me to build this community that I have here. That's how I got in contact with Pamela. That's how I got in contact with you, honestly, was like just through military spouse groups. And we were both friends on one, right? Like we were both a member of one. And we just like commented back and forth a few times. And then we made a connection. We need to meet. We need to be friends. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) And, but, you know, like that looking at me a year ago, two years ago, definitely before teacher training, I would have just sat back and looked at all these people I wanted to talk to and I never would have sent that message. Yeah. And so I just love that. I love that even when I know I'm terrified and sometimes when I'm writing an email even, like I'm crying while I'm writing it because I'm so nervous that I'm going to get shut down. But I'm still sending that email. <laughs> you know? Been there. And, and I'm pushing myself outside of that comfort level and it's helping me to achieve a lot of things in life for myself and for other people. And that's the biggest part for me, I think, is that while I'm getting stronger and more resilient and achieving goals and you know getting closer to my purpose, I'm helping others to do the same. And that's really one of the only things I think we can ask for in life, right, is to help others also yep. be better. And we wouldn't love be on this path. More. Yeah. And yeah. another thing yes. is that I am learning how to acknowledge my own shortcomings a lot more easily and not be hard on myself about them. Like if I shout at my child or I snap at my husband, you know, I'm just like not a nice person for a day because I'm a human and we all have bad days. I can say, hey, that wasn't the nicest thing to do. Maybe you should go acknowledge that to that person. Talk to them about what's going on within you, why you behave that way, and move on. 
and I don't knock, you know, like don't beat myself up about it anymore. I'm just like, yeah, well, that was a crappy moment. Don't do it anymore. It's not the best thing to do, you know? Whereas before I would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe that I shouted at my kid. I'm the worst mom. And like, you know, just gone down some rabbit hole of negativity about it. But now I just acknowledge the situation, figure out if I can pinpoint what happened, forgive myself for making that slip up, and then go talk to the person about whatever it was that I did. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's really been just a lot of growth. And I can yeah. really, once again, like I said earlier, I can pinpoint most of the growth that I have had since like I the think, day that I, I walked into Vetoga yeah. training. <laughs> I think we're going to save that for part two. <laughs> I think we definitely need to put all of that into a second yeah. episode and, and, and give that story. I think Absolutely. that would be an awesome thing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And you guys, um, I'll be posting your Instagram handle. Go follow her. That way you, you can enter yourself into the giveaway um, as well as on my Instagram. And we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.